Welcome! This is the CGMI Living Springs Gospel Podcast. Stay tuned as you listen to the Word of God. So this month we've been talking about finding the sacred in the secular. Praise God. Find the what? If you've been here for the last two services, let me see your hand. Yeah. Okay. Ah, praise God. I wanted to be sure so that I can refer to the serv- to the last two services, but since all of you are here, it's all right. <laughs> Let's take it forward. Praise God. So today I want us to look at this topic, maybe from a different angle, maybe from a different angle from what you've heard, or will I say, bring both together and see how far we can take the discussion today. Reverend Amma started the work and finished the work. You know, <laughs> praise God. When you, when you are building a house, maybe you are like five people that want to build this house. And you expect that the first person will put ordinary foundation, maybe raise it up a little. But Reverend Amma just came, started foundation, built it up, painted the house, put furniture, everything complete. Praise God. If it never be even. <laughs> so as Pastor Alma was leaving, he forgot to do one or two things. Then Pastor Tayo now came. Just filled the house. So the next set of people are to just come and stay. Praise God. <laughs> they just come and be chopping, right? So that's why I'm taking it from this angle this morning. In, during the week I was doing my study. I wanted to really find out. How do we pinpoint when we say sacred? What are we saying? When we say sacred, what are we saying? When we say secular, what are we talking about? Now, I think I should start from the secular part of it because it's something you can really relate to it. When we say secular, secular means something that has nothing to do with God, right? Praise God. Not connected with religion, not connected with God. So when we say something is secular, we say this thing, this behavior or this attitude has to do with how you think as a man, right? It has nothing to do with the instruction or the direction God has given. That's when we say secular. Today we talk about secular in a lot of ways. We talk about secular in almost everything. And I was, I was looking at it and I discovered that everything seemed to be secular. Almost everything. Let's look at it. Pastor Omar spoke about education, religion, family, some areas. And I started looking at these areas, actually. I went to education. I was looking at education, and I was trying to relate what's happening today and what happened in our time. Talking about secular, and I just want to go down there so we see how bad things are before we now come to how do you find the sacred, right? inside all these issues. I went to education and I was trying to understand how was it in our days? Those days, people, we used to go to school, study, read for exam, right? I mean those days. I don't know what's happening these days. The systems, you know, the, the, the system has so it's so, it's so, it's so, I don't know how to put it. The process around the system is so bad that 
you just live that secular life without knowing, right? It becomes a part of your life. Even in church, even in church, the negative things, the secular things becomes normal because how do you say something different? For example, my children grew up knowing me, knowing my processes, right? That's all they know. That's all a lot of us know. For example, I heard somebody, I was talking to a, a lady who wanted to take work, and she was like, yes, she has paid somebody for that girl to write it for her. And she was saying it like, so I, I paused. And she was like, yes, now that's what is done. That's how it is done. Praise God. People go to exam hall believing that you must do something extra. Right? These days we hear parents go and pay for a special center for their children. Parents, not even the children. If the child went to do it from the back, I will understand, right? It can maybe, but not parents going to school to pay for special center for their children to write exams. Parents pay for somebody to take exams for their children. <laughs> I don't I don't understand. Praise God. People understand. A lot of people understand. You know, the life has become so negative that we just live in it as if it's normal. You know, this normal lie. You just you just lie. And you, there's no recourse to There's nothing. You just lie. And it's normal. You're just going. You have done your work. Praise God. Where are you? I'm close to Aja. And you are still in Songo Tedo. <laughs> so the secular has come into our life in such a way that it has become part of us. Right? Let's, let's look at business. How will you get a contract? How? No, no, it doesn't work. There must be kickback. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm building all this to get to a point where you understand that how do you survive in this society? How do you find the sacred in all these issues? I submit quotations. I submit proposals. Between November and, say, March, between November last year and March this year, I've submitted nothing less than 50 proposals. How? Nobody has answered. I have a staff who sends email every day, minimum of five emails every day since November to date. Can you calculate how many emails she has sent? Five days a week. No reply. How does it work out there today? Government parastatus. You can't get a job. You must know who knows who, somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. And guess what? You go and you submit your proposal. Somebody in there will take your proposal and give to his friend to just replicate. So everybody will submit. They will wait. They will tell their people, hold on, never submit. Though. Let everybody submit first. Then when everybody submits, they now say, okay, boy, the lowest price here is one million. So make your own 999.99. Right? So you submit and you get the job. In some other quarters, they say, okay, how much will this job cost you? You want to buy this speaker, right? How much will it cost you to buy this speaker? You say 500,000. The guy will say, make it 1.5 million. Hey! 
So the one million is for him. Christians are inside this thing. This happens in churches. Do you understand? It, become, it has become our life. We don't even know that it's wrong. We call it business, right? So the secular has taken over the world. A lot of us do things that are normal to us. They are normal. Like in my office, sometimes you hear my staff talk, and I'm like, how do you think now? They'll be looking at me. So somebody is walking past, you have debts in your hand, you took maybe Tom Tom or something, you just throw it on the floor, and you are just going. So I called one, I said, why did you throw it on the floor? It's normal. So my question today is, how do we find a reasonable position to stand in the midst of all this? In the midst of all these issues, how do you find the sacred? I try to make it, I want to make it a lot practical, like what you do every day. You are driving your car, you are playing Christian song, and so Kadama almost hit you, you look back and say, God punish you, and you continue playing your Christian song. Sometimes it's so difficult to resist that anger. You understand? My wife will be saying, just, oh, hold on, hold yourself, hold yourself, hold yourself. Because from nowhere, the guy will just enter. Why? Is it right? But all these things give us, get, get, take us to a point where we try to, we start accepting them. Right? That's what's happening today. We started accepting normal things. They are now normal things. Say, uh, how can you marry without doing? How you want? You no go test. And people are defending this thing on TV, not like one on one. Do you understand? Television programs are in, and people are saying this thing with so much confidence. So the secular is taking over what is happening today. But how do you find the sacred? How do you find that place, that position where you will stand as a Christian? What do you do to be able to run successfully in this kind of environment and not be burnt? What do you do? How do you get there? Because sincerely, I must tell you the truth. 90% to 80% of us here live in this kind of world and assume that it's normal. We don't even know that anything is wrong. Praise God. Here I wrote, the sacred describes something that is dedicated or set apart for the service of God. I'm not sure you heard me. The sacred speaks to something that is dedicated or set apart for the service of God. Something that is considered worthy of spiritual respect or devotion. When we say something is sacred, it means it's holy. Praise God. How do we find holiness? How do we, how do we attain that life? In the midst of all these things. Because remember that you can be living inside without knowing, right? Because the system has been created like that. Or the system over time has become that way. So how do you work in an office where people have to drop something for you to move their file from a point to a point? Right? It's normal. Then you now call, you now say you're not collect. So we have some sectors. I will not go into details. We have some sectors where the boys collect. In the evening, they meet a guy and say, okay, today we collected 50K. 
Okay, hold your 20 percent. It's it's strategic, it's planned, it's a nice scheme. Everybody understands. So how do you work there? Like one of our forces, I'm online. So you now wear that black uniform and join that team, and you say you are a Christian, and there's a system in place. How do you survive? Praise God. That's what I was thinking about. How do you separate yourself in a system that's already designed like that? So, to a large extent, you find yourself inside, right? You find yourself inside because it's already the process. It's already the process. For example, let's say for you to enter this church, you must come in through this door. <laughs> right? And the door is for the devil. The devil is there like this chairman. So as you come, he will give you a small thing to lick. Or you must enter through the door. It's the only door, right? And you want to come inside here. So can you now decide that you won't live your life again? <laughs> Praise God. These are things I was thinking about when I was thinking about this topic. But there are some people that we term sacred. Listen, in John chapter 1 verse 12, the scripture says, but to all who believe him and accepted him, he gave them the what? The right to become what? The sons of God. Some translation says he gave them the power to become what? The sons of God. This is the separation that I'm trying to explain to you. But how do you stand when all everything seems to be on the other side? Ephesians 6 from chapter 10 to 17, we'll read through it. It says that what? You have to put on the armor of God. Praise God. You have to put on what? The armor of God. Because the systems we have today, the processes we have today, are already designed to fail. Already designed for you to fall into this kind of issues. So you go to a school as a student to register for work, and they say normal payment is 5000 However, special candidates. So for you to be special, in, all this, in the entire case, you pay 10000 So where is the place of studying? Where is that place of... How do, okay, how do you even survive? How do you cope? How do you even get admission into the university? You know, I was speaking with somebody lately, and the guy was like, oh, really? Why didn't you just buy the certificate? <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> you know, a lot of times, when I have these conversations, I try not to show that I'm surprised, but they still catch me. The guy was like, yeah, so, yeah, I think what we can do is we can tell her to buy a master certificate. So, buy. How? You see, a union in this country. People buy certificates. And it's normal. So you go to school, for example, let's assume that this guy went to school, bought results, entered university, studied medicine, and came out, and they said, the guy should come and give me ejection. Praise God. I'm just, I'm just thinking about the process, what has happened, how things have changed, and how we can stand differently. In Ephesians 6, starting from verse 10, 
The scripture says, finally be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Praise God. These things are schemes. Because they are strategic. Do you understand? They are not just by error. They are strategic. They are strategic. For the struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and against authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. Against what authorities? Praise God. Authorities, rulers. So now, my concern is, how come most of the people who rule the world today are evil people? I'm just thinking, how come it's difficult to get a man who is righteous to sit in that seat? I'm just thinking aloud. How come we've not had the opportunity to have a real man of God who trusts God, who loves God, to be the president of this country? How come? The scripture here says the fight is not against flesh and blood. These guys have understood the scheme and they've designed everything so that we must get into trouble. Praise God. How do you separate yourself is what I'm trying to let you know today. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may not be able to stand, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm. When the day of what evil comes, what does it mean to put on the armor of God? It means that hold the word of God. Understand God. When when Jesus Christ was tempted, what did he say? It is what? Written. He was referring to the word of God. He was speaking to the word of God. So what are you holding in this world food of temptation? Girls go to look for jobs and they are giving conditions. Right? You do marketing and people say, uh-huh, what is there? You do sales. You know what happens out there? In some, in some quarters, sincerely, it's so normal. Ah, okay, you want me to give the deposit some, some amount of money in your account? You know what to do. You know where to meet me. And when you find yourself in, an, in that kind of environment where, let's say, 15 of you are marketers, females, and 14 are inside this matter. One day you say, uh-uh, no, let me work out come Lagos. Right? That is when you don't have the right values. When the word of God is not in your hand. You know something, eh? A lot of times, they make it look as if you cannot go through because of the things that they put together. But guess what? In the midst of those challenges, God shows up. God separates people. Do you understand? Some people live their life to please others, and sometimes you miss it. Let me explain what I'm trying to say. If you work in an office where everybody is doing the wrong thing and you're the only one doing the right thing, the day they need somebody that will do the right thing, they will come for you. 
Do you understand? The day they will need that one person that will do it well, they will come for you. So that's the armor of God I'm speaking about. That's how to find the sacred in the secular. How can you live the extraordinary life we speak about? It's having the word of God at your fingertips. Because you'll be tempted. Praise God. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, let me start from verse 3. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war against the world. The weapons we fight with are not weapons of the world. On the contrary, they are divine power to demolish what? Strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and we take captive and everything though to make it obedient to Christ. Do you understand what, what, what we're saying here? Am I making any point this morning? The point is, in all these things, in all the schemes, in all the difficulties, in all the issues, you're not fighting against flesh and blood. And your thinking has to also change because you, then you'll be able to identify. Let's read 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. All scriptures is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is what true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. That's what I was trying to say. It will teach you what? Okay, for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So the, the word of God will teach you to know the right and wrong. Do you understand? You will know. You will know. So when everybody is doing it, it doesn't mean that it's right. You know, they talk about secular music, they talk about Christian music, and sometimes it's difficult to draw a line, right? Because the Arokeli that is singing the secular, the same Arokeli will come and sing church. <laughs> Where do you stand? So do you not treat the song or treat the Arokeli? I'm just saying. So where do you stand? So music is not of the devil. If you read Psalms, you will know now. Most of these people who go out there and sing these songs came out from the church. And you know, the world has so changed things that you cannot do a music video without girls being naked. It cannot work. People will not see. It will not be sweet. It will not. How can it be sweet? Sometimes, in my mind, it's not, I'm not sure it can be sweet. Think about it. How can Even some people want to see Christian song and they want to bring some guests to bikini. I don't get it. This is where the world has taken us to. You know, we are doing planning a show in my office, and I told my despite my multimedia guy to do the flyer. And the guy went to do one flyer. Praise God. The guy did the flyer, my people. <laughs> so <clears throat> I allowed them to take act to take decisions, make everything happen. 
And the guy did the flyer, posted everything, sent me a message that everything has been posted, and we're like, wow, fine. So it's like God now said, take your phone. <laughs> Check your phone. I was doing something, I don't know. I think I was charging my phone somewhere. So suddenly I started looking for my phone. I rushed to my phone. I didn't know why I checked. No missed call. No SMS message. No SMS. No WhatsApp. And it's only Jojo that keeps calling me like that. So let me check if Jojo had called. Nothing. So I went to Instagram, my brothers and sisters. <laughs> if you see the picture, the guy on Instagram. So I, I was going to his office and I saw him on the road. I saw him reeking, shouting, and the guy was like, what is wrong with the, the guy couldn't see, couldn't picture it. I said, see, we, naked guests does not, they don't say things. Naked pictures don't say goods. It's strategy. Do you understand? We've got to the point in this, in the country or the world where you assume that if it's not like this, so this person is doing it. Uh, what do you call it? Two-faced. Or the, I don't know what they call them. This guy is doing it. Yaya is doing it like this. So it must be like that. No. No. Music is to what? Glorify God. Do you understand? What did we say about sacred? Dedicated to the worship of God. That's what separates you. Praise God. And this new music they play, the things they sweet. The beating makes sense. Right? The temptation is high. Right? So when you listen to those kind of songs, for example, you are like radio is playing it and you hear it, you think keep playing on your head like, oh boy, this life, I want to enjoy myself. I know there's one that is, I heard that is so sweet. Allow me to enjoy myself. Right? So you, you, before you know it, you get deep inside. And you can't separate again. What are we saying this morning? We are saying that you need to conform. Like Romans 12, chapter 12, verse 2 says, do not conform to the, world, to the patterns of this world. The pattern of this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and prove what God's will is. Do you understand? Because if you pattern yourself to renewing of your mind, you'll be able to differentiate. Do you understand what I'm saying this morning? You'll be able to differentiate. What God-pleasing and perfect will is, you will be able to differentiate if you conform yourself to his will. And if you don't stay in the path of the word, the shortcuts. And you know something? A lot of times, shortcuts are longer. You know what we call Appian way? You think it's shortcuts. I've tried this several Sometimes, then when I was in Femi Okuno, I'll be going home, everybody will be in the traffic. And I'll be like, no, no, this traffic is too... I'll go and join PDP. All those people following the beach inside. We'll do all that when we come to the road. Even the guys that were behind us will not be in front of us. I don't know about Ajadi Songotedo side chair, but that area. So what are we saying? Don't be conformed to the things of the world. Don't, 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 don't get to the point where you cannot differentiate the things that are right and the things that are wrong. Praise God. The question is, how do you find the sacred in the secular? How do you pick a position 
that glorifies God in the midst of all these things that are happening. In John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He said what? He's the way, what? The truth. So the truth is Christ. In everything, the truth is Christ. So if it's not in Christ, if it's not done based on understanding of the scriptures, it's secular and it's negative. A lot of us need to unlearn a lot of things. A lot of us need to really unlearn a lot of things. We need to unlearn a whole lot of things. Because over the years, we've been so used to these things. Sometimes I struggle when I see things happen. You drive to a restaurant, for example, and the security man expects by default that you are supposed to give him money. Do you understand? When you don't give him, the guy gets angry. I, don't, I did not pay you salary. I'm just thinking aloud. So these systems, all these things have happened over the years where you, you come to your own realization that you, you are less privileged. Only you agree. No, now. Only you sit down, look at your life, say, mm, I cannot be privileged. I'm less privileged. However, that next man there is privileged. Only you realize that. You sit in your house and draw the conclusion. And you call the man that you need money. And the man says, no, get you, start, you get angry. I say, I'm struggling to understand. So somebody was like, one guy called me some years ago and said I should send him 5K. Ah, I say, I don't get to. Guy go and you get the form. They feel like one thing. What do you think you are? Don't worry now. Everybody tongue will come for this life. Ah, ah. Praise God. I'm trying to relate, relate this to what we experience every day. I'm sure a lot of you know what I'm talking about. And sincerely on that faithful day, I was just praying for more to end. I didn't have. And the guy took it so personal as in, as in I don't want to bring uh, God up blessing. I don't worry. God will see bless us. How does it? Is there a state of having money? I want to understand because Somebody was saying, no, my now. Ah, this money, get money. How? Is it, is it just born you and you just get money? Or oh, I don't understand. Is there no work required? So what I'm trying to say is, don't sit in your house and provide the next person and throw B. And when the thing does not happen, you start crossing. No. Understand these simple things. Reason with people. See, let me tell you the truth. People who work with God understand, see beyond the physical, right? You see, sometimes you come to church, you see people looking so lovely, so nice end to end. But when you go to their houses, when you go to their houses, you know that "Mm -mm, this is no longer end to end. So my point is, let's find a way to embrace, to love one another and not judge from afar. Praise God. So that is a situation where you are dedicated, you are separated from the crowd. As Christians, we should not live a kind of life where we assume so many things. And the scripture says, God will reveal things to us if we, if we go close to God. If you stay close to him, he will reveal a lot of things to you. 
there will not be a strategist in trying to ask people. You will not be a strategist in trying to create and help people. That's what we are created to be. We are created to be what? To stand and ensure that the will of God comes to pass, right? So let's, let me just quickly talk about Joseph. I won't read much scripture, so I won't go inside. Joseph, the mother of, the father of Jesus, right? God wanted Mary to give birth to Jesus, but Mary needed somebody to take care of her. If you read the Bible, it's that with nothing much was said about Joseph. Praise God. And Joseph did not even say anything. We just hear about him. Think about it. They just said, Angel appeared to Joseph. No, Joseph was raking that, ah, he already had a, somebody wanted to marry and, something, and she was pregnant. And Joseph was like, what's happening here? He wanted to divorce the girl. But you know what he did? He didn't shout. He was quiet about it. And the moment God spoke to him, he was what? Obedient. And he took the instruction. So to be able to live, to find the sacred in the secular, you should hear from God and act on it. Praise God. So the angel appeared to Joseph and said, no, you must take this woman as your wife. And the guy just stand up and started going and started doing Look at all the instructions he was giving. If you look at the story, when God said, wake up, go to Egypt, the guy just wake up, carried the children, um, uh, Mary and Jesus, and went to Egypt. The guy was not asking why. That is obedient to the word of God. Can you obey somebody you don't know? <laughs> Praise God. Can you obey somebody you don't know? You can't. When we were growing up, my dad used to have one 504. You know those old days 504? And the sound of the engine, even if you are sleeping, you will know that it's coming. So, you can be far away coming, because there are instructions we normally don't obey. You understand? Naturally, it's not our fault as children. So when my children do those things, I'll just look and see if I use conk, correct this one now. <laughs> well, I'll just keep quiet. Say we did worse. So they said we should not play ball in the house, and that is the only thing we are doing. So the moment the guy goes to work, we'll start playing football by default. And the way the thing used to happen, I don't know. Everybody, everybody will just be inside the house. Everywhere is quiet. They just hear the kyo 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 kyo. I won't be hearing the noise of the car again. Everybody will just come out at the same time. We'd already choose bang, 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 five aside, party don't start with that playing ball. And when you hear the sound of the car again, in seconds, everywhere is silent. Everybody, do you understand? We could run because we know the sound of the car, right? So when he's coming, we know that, oh, <laughs> Popsy is coming. Do you know the voice of God? When God is talking, how will you, will you recognize? Do you have that relationship to hear that, ah, that yo, 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 yo is God that is making it up? That's my question to you this morning. Seriously. Do you know God? Do you have relationship? Joseph was obeying based on because he knew who was talking to him. So if God talks to you, will you hear do you understand my question this morning? So let's go back to that point of sonship, the point of understanding 
who God is. That's what I'm trying to use to, this to prove. The point of understanding, knowing your father. You know what he said? He said, my sheep know me, right? My people know me. Go and know your God. And you'll be able to live perfectly, no matter how difficult the situation is. No matter how tough the system is. Because sometimes it looks as if those people designed this system to affect us. But when some things happen, like the fight that is happening in Israel and Co. now, and people are saying, uh-uh, people are shocked. I'm like, well, it's in the scriptures. It's, these things will happen. We've not even started. So go and arm yourself with what? The word of God. Finally, before we close, Jesus said to him, this is Mark chapter 9, verse 23, if you can believe all things are possible to him who do what? All things are possible to him who believe. If you can believe sincerely. And you can't believe if you don't study. You can't believe if you don't hear. If you can believe, all things are possible to you. So for you to find a place that we can refer to the sacred inside these things, inside all these issues called the secular. One, you must know who your God is. It's at that point that you can take a decision. It's at that point that you can now settle and everything will start working together. Thank you so much for hearing from me this morning. Let's stand up as we pray. Thank you for listening to the CGMI Living Springs Gospel Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at CGMI underscore L Springs.